LCBO workers. We just heard in the news um, that Jamie Tweel was reporting that LCBO workers from OPSU Local 5111 are holding a day of action. And uh, they're rallying outside Scarborough MPP offices right now. They've been there for about an hour here to talk about it. OPSU Liquor Board Employees Division Chair Colleen McLeod, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I can hear some people behind you. Why are you rallying? Um, Well, today we're out here because LCBO members, like many of us across the province, we've been on the front lines during this pandemic, and we've been providing an essential service at great risk to ourselves. And there are some concerns we have about the government's plan to extend alcohol sales into corner stores, big box stores, and more grocery stores. This puts the private interests above the public good and placing the long-term survival of the LCBO at risk. Okay, so what are you basing this on? What am I basing it on? Yeah, that the the, the, the uh, it, it you know it puts the uh, the private interest above the public interest. Well, we've we've always been in competition, and and grocery stores are our competition. And um, the Ford government, the Conservative government, continues to allow more sales of alcohol outside of the hours that the LCBO is allowed to sell, which then siphons profit off of the public purse into private hands. So would you be uh, happier with, you know, sharing the sales with the private industry as long as the hours were kept the same? The, the issue here, yes, exactly. We need to compete. Um, we're not happy about sharing uh, the sales. We, are, we do have some concerns about uh, social responsibility um, and the overall influx and flood of, of alcohol on every corner. Um, that is a concern. It does, it does contribute to public health costs that will cost us money in the end. Um, alcohol is an addictive product. Yes, we do drink responsibly, but some of us do have problems, and we do look at that as well. Okay, well, why does the LCBO release a glossy magazine telling me what to drink and what to pair with my foods then if they're trying to be responsible about my uh, consumption? Because, you know, that ties directly into, if you're wondering where that's coming from, you know, you saying that the public's at greater risk of alcohol addiction when you put it into corner stores. I mean, also making something look fancy in a magazine is going to entice me to drink more, isn't it? Well, the LCBO magazine is actually, um, it's actually paid for by the suppliers. So that, that is an actual um, revenue source for the LCBO that does go back to the public. So that is not a free uh, publication. The, um, the, they do have to advertise in that magazine, and all that advertising money and revenue does come back to the public. Okay, so that uh, nullifies the, the possible risk of people drinking more. Well, I mean, there, there, there are, I'm not going to go into the, the laws around advertising. I mean, I can't say that I'm a specialist on that, but I, I can say that um, it is paid for and there, there are laws around advertising. We don't see um, commercials anymore, that type of stuff. There are, there, there are laws around advertising. So, Okay, so what are the grievances exactly? Can we run through them again? Because, you know, you do have grievances and some people, you know, feel that these are legitimate grievances, especially people that work for the LCBO. They have been working hard. Hey, I've been going in on a daily. Listen, I tend to favor going to the LCBO for my alcohol because I have more choice. I mean, I can't get my my gin at a uh, at a grocery store right now. So what are your grievances? No, but you can get your gin at an LCO at a liquor con- uh, convenience outlet. And that is our issue, is that um, it's not just grocery stores any longer. The agency store program has been expanded. And as this, this continues to expand, 
more and more LCBOs are at risk, right? Um, you know, if, if every public retailer is, is, every corner store is selling alcohol, your choice as well, that choice that you get from the LCBO, the largest purchaser of alcohol in the world, that choice then goes to a private retailer as to how much profit they're making off of, you know, well, if you, if you sell my product here, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that you get this or that. The LCBO provides a fair, a fair program for, for everyone. That's debatable as far as um, how much prices or how how uh, much pr- you know the LCBO attacks on to the amount of money that they yeah. purchase the alcohol for. Yep, which the, is taxes, okay. that, that is legislated by the government. Let's talk about the workers that are rallying to fight for something that you know is important, and we we do yep. know this. There have been several reasons uh, that that people are bringing up. It's important to pay workers. 10 paid sick days, especially during a pandemic. You're also fighting for those, for not only LCBO workers, but you want casual workers working at the LCBO to receive those 10 paid sick days as well. Yes, we, we've seen ourselves in a, in a position here with the pandemic where being on the front lines, we didn't have paid sick days for casuals. So our folks um, were then, were then in, in a position where they were not uh, able to be supported. So the LCBO, you know, we've provided... We as, as employees have provided this socially responsible service, as second to none. Um, we, we do our best um, every day, you know, to, uh, to generate those profits for the province and keep mm-hmm. alcohol out of the hands of, of, of children and second-party purchases. Um, we take our responsibility very seriously. Um, these, these profits are then invested back into public services. Um, and what we're looking for is to be treated uh, exactly the same. Um, as the private retailers right now, we've been closed on Monday. We're not allowed to compete. Um, we're not allowed to sell during hours that they are. We're not open. And we're asking the government to reopen the LCBOs on Mondays as the businesses have gradually reopened. And we want to be able to sell. We want to be able yes. to provide that service to customers. Um, our customers are asking us as well why we're not open. Yeah, um, I have that question too. I mean, I, w- I would like you to get back to your normal work hours. There's no uh, fear with the w- with your um, employees that that reopening would put them at greater risk of, of contracting COVID. They seem to be happy with all the protocols that you put in place because you have put a, a whack of protocols in place. Yes, we've worked very hard. Um, we've worked very hard to get a lot of protocols in place, and and our members do feel it's time. It's time to open back up. It's time now to give the public the service that they're used to um, and uh, stop, stop tying our hands. Allow us to compete and allow us to give the service that, that, um, that is necessary. This is a, we shouldn't be closed. Simple as why, that. Why, should, what, what reasoning is the government giving you for closing down the LCBO on Monday still? There is no reason. Hmm. There, you know, I mean, I understand that there was, you know, of course, during COVID, there was some staffing issues. And just like everybody else, you know, there was some issues. People did, some people did get sick. Some people had, uh, you know, are immunocompromised and were unable to work. So there, you know, definitely there was some attendance issues when things first started. But that is not the case any longer. We do have the staff in place. We can provide the service. And we're wondering why we're not providing that service. And it seems like there's almost, um, almost, um, an underlying push to keep us closed so hmm. that the private retailers can can make up those those sales on the Monday on the Monday. Now I didn't I didn't think that a you know recovering our economy off the off alcohol sales was uh is a proper thing to do, but it seems like that's where uh where the government is headed. 
Okay, you've got about 15 minutes left in this rallying that you're going to be doing outside the Scarborough MPP's offices. You've been there for almost an hour and a half. What do you hope is going to come of this? Well, um, we're, we're building support today. Um, we haven't, uh, haven't had a chance to see each other for a while, so we are, we are building support today. And we're hoping that we get some attention from the government. We're hoping the government sees what we're saying out here today and that they take action and allow us to open up on Mondays and stop the further expansion of, of, um, of, of private sales. Well, you've come to the right place, calling to be heard, because I know that Doug Ford does listen to the show. He has called in several times. Our premier, you know, uh, does listen to 640 Toronto. So maybe your message will uh, get a little farther than the MP's office today. Well, that would be great. And at any point, I'd be willing to talk to Doug. And uh, I know I've lived in his riding. So at any point, if Doug and I would like to sit down, if he would like to sit down with me, by all means, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have a chat with him and express some of our concerns. From a safe physical distance, of course. Sorry? From a safe physical distance, of course. Of course, of course. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Colleen. It's been a pleasure talking to you. No, thank you very much. And I appreciate you taking the time with me today.